Whether it's her first Mother's Day or her 40th, she deserves more. Shop tons of stunning on-trend jewelry for every budget at Diamonds Direct. Diamond fashion jewelry, beautiful birthstones, everyday pearls, starting at just $200. Commemorate the real loves of her life with a gorgeous pendant featuring the birthstone of the one who made her mom. This Mother's Day, Diamonds Direct has everything you need to say thank you. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. Online at DiamondsDirect.com. Hello, acclaimed comics writer and notorious Scott Summers hater, Rosie Knight. Well, hello, Emmy-winning podcaster and totally unbiased Targaryen royal supporter, Jason Concepcion. Somehow the X-Ray Vision podcast has returned. And like always, we'll be here every week. You'll hear from TV writers, actors, comics creators, pop culture critics. Nothing is off the table. Listen to X-Ray Vision on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Imagine you're a fly on the wall at a dinner between the mafia, the CIA, and the KGB. That's where my new podcast begins. This is Neil Strauss, host of To Live and Die in L.A., and I wanted to quickly tell you about an intense new series about a dangerous spy taught to seduce men for their secrets and sometimes their lives. From Tenderfoot TV, this is To Die For. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. From Hollywood to you. Thank you for listening to us. Ryan Seacrest. Seacrest! On air, on air, on air with Ryan Seacrest. Guys, I have to tell you, Flora's visiting. Flora, yes. my sister. Oh my goodness, my I saw her rock climbing Dude, the other day. What up? Like she's better than me. <laughs> what up? She went to, I don't know if it's a kid's rock climbing place or just an adult rock climbing place, but she climbed it. It's not a rock. It's a wall. Whoa, it's a right. rock whoa, whoa, climbing whoa. wall. She climbed a rock wall. Rock wall. That was really high. Even her dad was barely Scared. getting to the top. And, and then she, she repels off of it like yeah. fast. Literally like she's a SWAT team member. Uh, fearless. It, it, it's so adorable. It's so strange because fearless physical qualities don't run in my side of the family. <laughs> in the Seacrest family? No. Like we don't have it. <laughs> so that's her dad's side then. <laughs> Are your kids fearless at all, Sisney? Yeah, they're very fearless. I think that's just a kid thing in general, yeah. though. Like, when you're a kid, like, you don't understand the consequences or fear or, like, that you'll get hurt. I did. I don't think you did. I don't think so either. What were you around? I don't even think you were around. No, but I just think. I mean, that... I, no, because I remember all my friends would go play in the creek, and I'm like, no. I don't you be were a just DJ. like, I don't want to get dirty. Yeah. That's <laughs> no, I didn't fear. say that. I, I didn't mind getting dirty at all. I just want to play with Maxbox cars, you know, instead of, like, playing the creek. Because Maxbox cars were cool. <gasps> that's cool, too. Uh, anyway, had Taco Thursday last night. Cute. Yeah, I was really going back and forth. What can I... Because I want her to be... You know what I want. I'm the only uncle. But I want when she leaves to tell her mom and dad she wants to see me again because I'm the nice one. Like, well, I'm yeah. the fun one. I'm the fun uncle, the funkle. The funkle. But I'm the family member that does fun stuff, right? Like, I say, poo-poo, like when we're not supposed yeah, to. Yeah, 100%. And all those kinds of things. And you're allowed to do that. She told me, I got to take a time out. Last night I said, poo poo. She goes, you need to take a time out. Right. I, said, Wait, I thought we were in this together. <laughs> I thought you and I were playing this game she together. She turned poo-poo. on you. <laughs> she turned on me. She like told on me. He's saying poo poo. I'm like, yeah, but that's our thing. It's like you guys are brother and sister. Playing poo poo. Mm-hmm. Don't say I need a time out for playing poo poo. She can't play poo poo with mom and dad because they get upset with her. Right. But you can play poo poo with me because I'm the funkle. Yeah, that's right. Anyway, guys, we got a great show for you today. Sunshine, warm 80s and 90s. Um, he graduated from Los Al. 
from your high school. I know. My nephew actually told me about this guy. Well, that's so weird. Don't you know people that stationary bike for exercise? Uh, I do, like a Peloton. Me too. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Don't you know people that put on the gear and look like they're in a race sometimes on the weekends to go for a long ride? Mm-hmm. Well, this guy, Liam Garner, he got on his gear. I saw it on TikTok. Yeah. And he's from here, but he rode from on a bicycle. On a bicycle, Tanya, from Alaska to Argentina. It's incredible. <laughs> I sometimes can't get... Get from here to Vegas, you know, <laughs> not on a bike, in a car. In yeah, a car. I, say, I get so impatient. Right, I get impatient. I get car sick. It's like all the things. Right, like all the things. But imagine, first of all, GPS and directions. How about safety and security? How yeah. about like at night sleeping where? I don't understand it. Mm-mm. I truly don't understand it. Would I do it? Never. Not fearless. But Liam, fearless. Anyway, he's going to talk to us in a little bit. Ryan Seacrest here. we got sunshine and warm temperatures today. The morning hack is on the way. You will spend less at the supermarket if you avoid these. Sisney has a khaki Dodger baseball hat on. I sure do. I, I think- like that style. It's very cool. Thank you very much. I've been searching for a khaki. It's kind of more gray. I wish it was a little bit more khaki, but it's... I've yeah, it's searching. more taupey. Yeah, but I've been searching for one, and I found one. We went to the game. To we went to the game a few weeks ago, and I got Heather one in one of the stores there. Can <laughs> you take off that sticker under the bill? I don't. I feel like why it's, to it's leave driving me on. crazy. Yeah, you can't take off keep... the sticker. Oh, I cannot. My. It's been driving me crazy all morning. Why? I don't know. It looks like you stole it. Yeah, like, it looks like it doesn't she's belong got the, to you. She's got this like the gold seal sticker on it. This is what makes it, it official Major League Baseball. It's like right, it's what it's makes a it sticker, official, which is made to be taken off. Yeah, no, that's why I, it's sticker, not I, stitched. I, I, I have to tell you, I'll it's move a little, it. That's a little posery. Yeah. You're a poser. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm just telling you, it's a little posery. You know what? To keep your sticker inside your bill when you Why buy a hat. Why is that posery? For, I mean, some it's people like, can make it cool. For us, it's posing. It's like kind of cringy. Oh my god, you guys are so rude. Did you so not rude. see it die earlier? We're not rude. We're just trying to help out. <laughs> yeah, no. What you guys do to me every you know day, what? by I, the way. Well, I don't take it as great as you do. <laughs> well, I don't take it great either. I go home and I have therapy sessions after this show. This show is not good for my self love. It's not. This show is terrible for my mental health. I'm, That's not true. Absolutely. The no. things you say to me, the looks you give yeah, me, Tanya, the judge. Yeah, Tanya, you're like really whoa, judgy with him. Ever since you got in this perfect relationship, you've really been judging. Okay, mm. first of all, am I not the first one to say like, oh my gosh, I love your shirt. Yeah, oh my gosh, I love your hair. but also kind of posery. What? It is, it is. She's right. She's mm-hmm. right. She's like, right. Uh, okay, every morning. Yeah, right. How is that bad for your mental health with me giving you a compliment? Because we know it's not always authentic if it's every day. Everything is authentic. So now I go home and I second guess everything. It is authentic when it comes out of my mouth. It's genuine. Yeah. A lot of problems. Anyway. Well, good morning. I moved the sticker for you guys. Are you happy? It's gone. Actually, it looks much better. Oh, okay. <laughs> now, some people can pull off the sticker. We can't. I can. No, it did not it's look right. Maybe I can't pull it off in the Zoom, but nobody is shorter than me, so nobody sees it usually. Yeah, you people I mean? see it because you put your head up all the time to talk. <laughs> and your kids are going to see it, and they don't want to pose her. <laughs> pose her, mom. Pose her, mom. <laughs> Listen, I, I can tell you, I, there are, if, if you asked me to try 10 things, nine of them would look like me posing. You know? Like, here are 10 cool things. If I tried them out, nine would look like me trying too hard or posing. So, no shame in it. I don't think so, actually, for you. But 
Well, I think it's our own trend right now. Wearing my jacket off my shoulders. Insecurities. <laughs> I got a lot, and part of them come from this show, as I told you. I'd be like, maybe you getting a neck a neck tattoo. That might be you posing. That might not. I think that seem... would be so rad. <laughs> that might that not would be seem so unexpected. No, no, that would be really unexpected for me. That I think it would wow you. I feel like it's very off brand for you. That's the point. Yeah. It's so unexpected that it become. It's so off the mark. It's cool for me aggressive i'm not gonna do it yeah i know don't worry tanya would like to say anything about all this because i feel like your eyes have not blinked (laughs) no because i feel as though there's a lot of tension going on i felt it all week and i just need everybody to like i I don't feel any tension do you i'm fine until you guys are like poking at my sticker well no we were just trying to help out (laughs) (laughs) look it's the first hour of the show we got to get our bearings exactly let me bring in Tubbs. I'm wearing Tubbs, my, do you my wear... Dodger hat for Vin, okay? This is about Vin this week. I understand why, but yeah. Vin would not wear the sticker. I think he would. No, no. to me it just looks like you like stole it. You guys, right. I did not steal the Dodger like a hat. Hot hat. She's got a hot hat. She's got a hot Dodger hat. <laughs> Tubbs, when you buy a ball cap, do you keep the seal, the golden seal sticker underneath the bill? No, I, I take all the tags off. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I take the one from the top off at least. <laughs> Baby steps. <laughs> Okay. Hey, guys, let's talk about some good news here. Yeah. Isn't Savea having a birthday party She's soon? She's about to turn one. This is nuts. What does the one year mark feel like? It feels like it, you know, they say the days are long, the years are short. So in a weird way, it feels like it's been a long time. But I feel like I also blinked and I was just at Cedars two days ago having her. So it's just, um, it's really exciting. We have her birthday coming up and it's all themed like Coachella. So we named it Savea Cella. No, it's that's very amazing. cute. We're gonna have a bunch of different vendors. She has her own merch. Wait, There's wait, gonna vendors. Be, Hold on. What kind of vendors? Like cotton coming? candy makers. Um, you're gonna, but this is more for you guys than it is for Savea. Well, well, yeah. And everybody else that's coming. You know, there's a lot of kids that are coming. There's like 25 kids. Right. So it's a party for everybody to celebrate Savea who can't really understand it till later when she sees. For the pictures. sure. I mean, she'll see the pictures in the video and all that. But yes, we'll have open bar. Um, we'll have Where a were room. you guys when we were growing up? <laughs> like, my parents never had a bar or a beer when I had a birthday party. Uh, so I'm good. sure they did. They Ask did your mom. not. I'm, I'm sure they. I never saw. I went to Jelly Beans roller skating rink and had square pizzas. Yeah, but that was later uh, in they, life. Yeah, and they had beer. I'm sure they had beer and the, wine. The one year old birthday party is a celebration for the parents. It's like we survived a year we with it. you. Here we go. Yes, exactly. But what else? So, con candy. What else? Um, honestly, I don't even know because my one of my good friends, Marjorie, it's her, her company, three two nine events. That she she's like my look my oh, planner. It's three two nine is coming in to help. Yeah, out. so she's. Really I good. didn't know three two nine. And it's funny because she was trying to keep some surprises for me, but I of course I'm like asking her what. No, so we're gonna have crafts for the kids. We're gonna have oh, you know the beat buds. Do you know what the beat buds are? Yeah. The beat buds Scooter are like... Scooter Braun manages them. Yeah, so they were... You have a, a full concert happening? <laughs> yeah, it's a Savicella. So. See, she's the music director at Kiss, so she has access to all this Not cello even, stuff. I'm paying for them. Oh, I'm saying, like, you're I mean, in the no, you're in the cello. Yeah. No, you're yeah. into the cello. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're in the cello. Okay, you're three two nine. How is she doing, by the way? Three two nine events. Uh, incredible. What's her name? Marjorie. Marjorie. Yeah, Marjorie. Remember? You know how she keeps her relationship alive? Wow. The two 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 method. <laughs> oh, really? She subscribe three two nine subscribes to the two two two. Oh, I love it. I yeah. love Get it. Get the four one one when she's there. I will. <laughs> Roger that. <laughs> one Roger four three. That. One four three. <laughs> Uh, wait, so this is coming soon. Yeah. So yeah, anybody that's next around, weekend. tickets to SavannahCellaAXS.com. <laughs> <laughs> All right, listen, guys, are you ready, Sissini, Tanya, for the morning hack? 
Yeah. And the quote of the day. Mm-hmm. All right. As a kid, it's what I went for. You'd smell them. You go to the back, get the toothpick, put them in your mouth. What are they? Free samples. Oh. There's always a hot dog free sample as yes. a kid. So they say, don't do it. Why? They say, if you want to save money, don't get the free samples. You're twice as likely to buy what uh, you taste, which is why there are free samples. Well, obviously. Yeah. I do that all the time. I mean, Costco, you I go don't. for lunch for the samples. Yeah. But they know what they're doing. They're tapping into your yeah. brain. They're like, do you want a tea? It's better for you than coffee. It gives you just as much energy. Try it. It tastes delicious. And yeah, I try. I, I'm like, I, oh my I, God, I want I, that. I don't want the tea, though. I want the buffalo wings. Yeah, that they're exactly. Oh. Want the hot wings? Want the pizza? The little want... cups of the pasta. Yes, with the little fork mm. or toothpick <laughs> or, or spork. <laughs> exactly. Uh, okay, guys, here's the quote. True belonging doesn't require us to change who we are. It requires us to be who we are. Kiss FM headlines with Sissini. Well, the Biden administration announced it is declaring monkeypox a public health emergency, a move intended to speed up the distribution of the vaccines and expand testing as the outbreak continues to spread. The declaration comes as more than 6,600 monkeypox infections have been reported in the U.S., a number that has risen sharply over the past few weeks. And the Dodgers will honor Vince Scully in a ceremony before tonight's game against the San Diego Padres. The Hall of Fame broadcaster, as you know, passed away Tuesday at the age of 94. Scully will be commemorated at various locations around Dodger Stadium as well. Behind the press box, named for him, the I'll Miss You banner from his last game at the stadium in 2016 will be on display. In the lobby, a tribute to Scully will be added to the display case. The Dodgers will also be wearing a black patch featuring a microphone with the name Vin on their jerseys for the rest of the season. On air with Ryan Seacrest. So you know, I'll get up sometimes on the weekend mornings and bikes, bikers, packs of bikers are on the street Sunday morning at like 7 a.m. Yeah. They're doing those distance biking routes, whatever they're doing. Yeah. And I think, or sometimes I go to the coffee shop on a weekend. You were one of them for a while. Do you not remember guys, that, I that remember era? Until that guy opened his door on me mm-hmm, and, and hit I got you. hit and yeah. I fell off my bike. You should be careful. People don't look. No. They don't look. Bet- between the curb and the bike lane and the parked cars, people aren't paying attention. I, a guy opened the door. I fell off. I hurt myself. That oh. was it. I put all the spandex on the shelf. You know, <laughs> you know those people that come into the coffee shop. Yeah, that was you. <laughs> With their clickers <laughs> on a Sunday morning, so ordering true. their coffees, looking so accomplished, right. kind of boasting about it. Yeah. And you're rolling in in your Ugg slippers. <laughs> I'm still convinced I see you like trotting around town when I see someone in those outfits. Well, I have not put it on in a long time. Anyway, longest ride I ever did was like 90 minutes. Bro. Along the coast. Solid. Uh, but how about this guy? This guy who I saw him doing it. So he's doing it. I saw video of him doing it on TikTok. Liam Garner is biking. He's 18. He's biking from Alaska to Argentina right now. Mm-hmm. We're going to join him somewhere on the route. I don't know where yet. Right. And he graduated from Los Alamitos High School. Yes. Mm-hmm. He was in the same seats y'all were in. That's right. If I had some of our same teachers. <gasps> but from Alaska to Argentina, I guess why? But Liam, <laughs> where are you now? Hey, right now I'm in Ecuador in a town called Ibarra. Ibarra. Now, Liam, tell us why you decided to go from Alaska to Argentina on your bike, like a pedal bike. Well, you know, for all my life, I really, I always wanted to go on a big adventure after school. 
And so as soon as I finished high school, I basically just planned for like a month in advance and decided, you know what, I'm going to go for it. Um, I had heard of other people doing it before, and I had done similar trips before, and I figured if anyone could do it, I could too, you know? Are you by yourself? Yeah, right now I'm by myself. So, Liam, like, I don't know how to get to some places in the city where I've lived forever. How do you know how to get to Argentina? You know, there's an amazing thing called Google Maps, and it's right, been but, saving my life. <laughs> but, like, bro, aren't there some places and times of day and, like, at night yeah, where you sleep and safe. you're going crossing borders? I mean, are you, are you feeling safe all the time? You know, I live in L.A. Um, I feel just as safe here in South America, Mexico, as I would at home. You know, it's... it's but do you I know really where you're sleeping cool. at night? <laughs> you know, I really take it day by day. Wow. Um, Every every hour before sunset, I start looking for a place to camp, and usually I'll camp, I don't know, like behind a building. A lot of times I'll ask churches, uh, bomberos, firefighters, you know, anywhere I can. So wow. what has been, and you sound well-rested, you sound like you got a lot of energy. How mm -hmm. much further do you have to go? Like, how long will it take? So two days ago was my year anniversary, and I think I have about four and a half months left until the Dude's end. Dude's been so on a bike been, for a year. Anything I sore? Oh, every day, always. Really, still. So, Liam, <laughs> I don't know you well, but I feel like I do. So, I was on a bike for a little while till someone opened their door on me, and then I fell off. But I have all the equipment and the gear and all the spandex. But I got sore, you know, where after a little while. How do you stay not sore everywhere? Mm. Oh. oh, like specifically. You know, it's all about. It's all about just doing it every day. I remember the first huh. month of my trip, it was my first time on the bike in like half a year, and it was brutal. But after the first month, your body just kind of adjusts, you know? It gets really just your normal routine. And you have a hard seat? Yeah, so I have a Brooke saddle, which is made of leather. It's rock hard, but it works, actually. It doesn't hurt after a year? <laughs> you know, I've gotten used to it. Okay. Well, That's... I'm blown away by it. Like, yeah. it's so cool that you said, I want to do something. I want an adventure. And for a year, you've been on your way from Alaska, now in Ecuador, and soon to be in Argentina. Where will you finish? What's the finish line? What does that look like in your mind? So there's a town called Ushuaia, and it's basically the southernmost point you can get to by road in the world. And right now I'm doing a route called the Pan American, which starts in the northernmost point in Alaska and goes to Ushuaia, which is the southernmost. Did you get robbed along the way, they're telling me? <laughs> yeah, four times, actually. Four times? Wow. What happened? Yeah. So uh, one time I got robbed in Canada, surprisingly. Wow. And then uh, Mexico, they stole my phone and my wallet. That was a rough one. Um, I got robbed in Nicaragua, phone again. Which So right now this is my third phone. And then uh, well, shh, don't in say where you Colombia, are. I got robbed. But, you know, it happened. But, but, like, you didn't get hurt. Does that happen when you're sleeping? Yeah, most of them were when I was sleeping and camping, sadly. But uh, no, none of them were violent. And, uh, you know, I still have my faith in humanity. So, right, And are you, who's watching over you? Your parents paying attention? Who's watching this? Yeah, you know, of course, my mom worries about me. But um, I'm pretty, I'm independent right now. You know, I, I always try to check in. No. But, uh, Liam Garner. You got to follow this dude. Yeah. He's on one. TikTok on Instagram as well. At Liam the Impaler, 18 years old, going from Alaska. Guys from Los Alamitos High yeah, to Argentina. Hey, bro, we'll check in with you in a few months. Okay, sounds great. Thanks, Ryan. Be safe, and thank you, Liam. It's a pleasure meeting you.
You too. Guy's been on a bike for a year and mm-hmm. listen to that. Yeah. See, a lot of passion, a lot of dedication comes out of Los Alamitos but, High School. But, but, yeah, okay, well, let's not compare ourselves to Liam Garner <laughs> right now, Liam Taylor. I think Tanya and I are basically the same. It's <laughs> totally the like, same. He doesn't know where he's going or sleeping or eating. It's really brave. Yeah, yeah. super brave. The endurance mentally and physically, inspiring. Charlemagne the God here, 102.7 Kiss FM. Good to see you. By the way, I see you all the time. So uh, I just don't get a chance to have you hear me because I see you on television a lot. So congratulations uh, on everything that you're doing, man. Thank you, Mr. Seacrest, man. Appreciate you. Hey, I'm curious, Charlemagne, because you do so many different things. I do feel a bond to anybody that uh, comes from our world of radio. I'm very proud of anybody that's... I mean, a lot of people are successful. I'm very proud of radio people who do different things, who break the stereotype of what we used to be thought about and have been thought about over the years, right? Because I remember when I first started, someone actually said to me, you have to choose. You cannot be on the radio and you cannot be on TV at the same time. You have to make a choice. And that didn't add up to me, you know? I mean, they actually told me that. And it's, it's people that we don't work for now. But it was a it was a television it was a television group, and I thought that's not that's not what I want to do. And certainly now in this world, people in all industries don't have to choose just one thing, you know. And you didn't do that. So where did that breakthrough come for you? Um, watching people like yourself, you know, watching people like uh, Wendy Williams, you know, mm-hmm. watching watching the Steve Harveys of the world, and and just realizing that in this generation. Yo, you have to be multimedia. Like, yeah. I don't think you can just exist on on just radio anymore. And even if you are on the radio every day, you still have to take that content. You have to put it on various platforms. Right. You got to be part of the social media world. Your videos got to be going out on Instagram. You got to be putting up content on TikTok. Like, you know, they used to say, uh, you know, if you build it, they will come. But no, you got to meet people where they are. And you got you to so go to where they are with the content. So, you just you just cannot you have to be multimedia in, in this new world. You have to be. Charlemagne, thinking of hell of a week, thinking of the Breakfast Club, when you get up every day, you know your role. You know people come to hear your points of view and hear you ask questions of people and put them on the spot every once in a while and hold them, you know, responsible for certain things. I've seen your interviews with important people in the world. What is it that you think your role is how do you see yourself as Charlemagne? i'm just i'm just a fan man i'm just a curious person like that's literally how i approach it every day i i've always hated the personalities the tv personalities the radio personalities who come off as experts like you know like they know everything like they're the authorities i never feel like that like i'm every day i'm a student so i'm just very curious about what's going on in this world and you know i just get the opportunity to not have to speculate or get on social media and assume what I, what I, what I think I know, I can just ask that person, <laughs> you know? Yeah. Right. So, so that's literally just my approach every day. I'm literally just a curious fan of culture, a curious fan of the world. And I just get to talk to these people that most people just get to talk about. Charlemagne the God with us now. So hell of a week, which is uh, on Comedy Central. You cover a lot of different things. You talk to uh, well-known people from all facets. How do you come up with what you want to cover in that show? You got I mean, it's television. It's different. So you've got to hone in on what you want to cover in the format of a TV show. Man, it's so tough, man, because, like, you know, it's a once-a-week show, and I still have not figured out how I can wake up every day 
and we have four hours of content talking about all of these different things on the radio. But when it comes to the TV show, I can't pick three things I want to talk about for the week. <laughs> <laughs> like narrowing it down to these three things. When Thursday comes, some things feel old. You know, some things it's like, I'm not really that passionate about this. So it's just, I don't know. It, it's a struggle. Like I'm literally going to leave here and I'm going to go sit down with my team. And, you know, I got a couple of things that I know I want to touch on, but it's always a struggle just to figure out that one thing to talk about uh, for the week on television. I don't even feel like that with my podcast. Like I do my podcast, The Brilliant Idiots, with my man Andrew Schultz, and we do that once a week. But that doesn't even feel like that. But something about TV is hard narrowing down. down. (laughs) Yeah, that one or two things to talk about. I'm glad to hear you say that because yeah, I very struggle. <laughs> I struggle as well. Um, well, you're doing a great job, man. I, I again, I'm so happy to see everything you're doing. I love it when you are in the center of an important conversation. You really excel in those moments, Charlemagne. Ryan, thank you, man. I really appreciate that, brother. I'll see you soon. Hell of a week. Charlemagne to God. Thursdays, 1130 Comedy Central. You can catch him all the time on The Breakfast Club and, of course, podcast, iHeartRadio. Take good care. Let's talk soon, buddy. I get like a proud uncle, you know, like I was talking on the radio since 16 years old and people said, you have to just be a DJ and Charlemagne's breaking the mold and I love it so much. Can't say it enough. How cool it is. Yeah. We have a hometown hustle. We're going to feature after eight o'clock this morning. Crowns and hops is the spot. Nice. Do you like craft beer? You know, Michael does. It's a big deal. I don't understand it. I need to. I need to be educated Tubbs, more. You on know craft about craft beer. beer. Tell us something about craft beer. Well, you have like IPAs and. Uh, is a various... blonde? Is a blonde a craft beer? I don't. I no. think it can be a craft beer. See, I like more blondie type beers. If I'm gonna like. Steer away from like a modelo especial. And they have like, oh, oh yeah, craft Benny beers. and Teo are going to be on with us after eight o'clock to explain craft beering and how they pivoted into Crowns and Hops Brewing Company. They're the founders of it. They become leaders and a voice in the craft beer industry. All right. Yeah. Educate me. Their mission to ensure that black and brown culture is seen and respected in the craft beer industry because they felt like it wasn't happening. So they're a hometown hustler mm-hmm. after eight. Uh, all right. So. I'm thinking back. Do you remember there was a time when we worked here and there was no One Direction? Correct. And then they came onto the scene. Mm-hmm. And they were the hottest thing in the world. And do you remember the story that what? Simon told me about Kiss and the Jonas Brothers? He saw the Jonas Brothers crowd outside the door years ago. Oh, yeah. And he thought, oh, my gosh, I need to create another boy band that has fans like that. Mm-hmm. And he went back and he cast on X Factor One Direction. And he sure did. Yeah. We saw them outside of Kiss. So anyway, there was a time where we only knew One Direction. There was a time where we knew that they were breaking up or taking a break. Mm-hmm. And there was a time where I remember Harry Styles told us that he was going to take quite a while to come up with his music. He right. wasn't going to come out fast. He really wanted to figure out what his sound was. And he was going to take his time. He wasn't going to rush. And you thought, oh, that's great. But you know, anytime somebody breaks off and they're going to do their own thing, you never know what their own thing's going to be because it doesn't always work. Exactly. It worked for him. So what do you have, Sisney? So, yeah, that being said, we're talking 15 sold-out shows at the Forum coming up here in a few months. But before that, he tried out for the X Factor UK. And for whatever reason, this clip has gone viral this week specifically because the X Factor UK posted it. It's an extended cut 
of a 16-year-old Harry Styles doing his audition, but this was not aired. So he actually, take a listen, it just it didn't go quite as well when he, when he sang his first song. Hey, soul sister, ain't that Mr. Mr. on the radio, stereo, the way you move ain't fair, you know. Hey, soul sister, I don't want to miss a single thing tonight. Young so, and yeah, nervous. Look, nervous, you can hear the nerves, and so... Imagine if they just dismissed him and said, sorry, next, you're out, whatever. Simon stopped him and said, okay, do you have anything else that you can sing? I think I feel like that track is really overpowering you. And then this is what everybody saw was the acapella version of Stevie Wonder's Isn't She Lovely. Isn't she lovely? Isn't she wonderful? Isn't she precious? Well, it sounds like a different dude. I know. So he's, wait, so you're saying that he did this? Right. And that didn't air? That never aired. Yeah, it was unseen footage. Got it. So then by the time he did this, he had picked the right song or gotten some feedback. They cut that apart out and basically they passed him through. He only got two yeses from Simon Cowell and Nicole Scherzinger. But you so. know, he has... I, I guess they saw potential, which obviously they were right. Oh, yeah. And he was charming. I mean, the guy yeah. had that smile and Ugh. this twinkle in his eye. He mm-hmm. was so charming. His story was just like, yeah, I work in a bakery in the morning. And Timon's asking him about all the different breads. And he's like, which one's your favorite? And he was just, of, of course, adorable because he is. Could you imagine if he didn't get through? That would like changed everything. And well, I, it certainly changed Tanya's path. <laughs> <laughs> and I guess it's the 12-year anniversary of One Direction, so. What? Yeah. One Direction's been around for 12 years? <laughs> yeah. Are you kidding me? <laughs> no. So that's why that clip has been kind of circulating. years? <laughs> well, I'm trying to think. What's my favorite One Direction song? So what? name some One Direction songs. What Makes You Beautiful. Mm-hmm. That's I, what makes you beautiful. beautiful. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Story of my life. No. Story of my life. Yes. I built mm-hmm. you. Uh-huh. I came you. Uh-huh. I think both of them. I am. No, it's night changes. Well, how's that one go? Even when the night changes. I don't think so. It sounds like a B-side. It will never <laughs> change. Oh, Maybe it's that no. Don't rattle the one D. No, but excuse me. It's the rendition I think I'm rattling. <laughs> On air with Ryan Seacrest. I think the pandemic got us into this. We were putting businesses, local businesses on the air to keep them afloat, give them some exposure and publicity during the pandemic when things were really uncertain. So I'm going to bring in our hometown hustlers now. Do you know much about, do you like beer, first of all? And do you know much about craft beers? So Benny and Teo here. They are the founders of Crowns and Hops right out of Inglewood, California, in Southern California here. It's Ryan Seacrest with you. Benny Tao, nice to meet you. Hey, hey nice, nice to, to meet, meet you. you. First things first. Of first. All, you got to say it right. Inglewood. Okay. Yeah. Inglewood. <laughs> I, know. Yeah, I, I didn't want you guys to make fun of me for me trying, <laughs> you know. Um, so listen, Benny and Teo, I just want to get to this before we get to the crap beer world. You guys met on Tinder? We did. <laughs> and now you're running a successful business together? And yes, yes. We're the most successful, unsuccessful Tinder story in history. <laughs> Wait, so you met on Tinder, you're still together, then I'm assuming, yes? 
We're still, no, no, no. We we broke up about three, four years ago. No. Wait, 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 wait. It got yeah. juicier. So you meet on Tinder. You fall for each other. It's hot. It's COVID. What, I don't know when it is. And then all of a sudden, you start the business. The business takes off. You break up, but you're still running the business? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, me, me, me and Benny looked at each other and we were like, you know what? This is not working, but we got an event tomorrow, so I'll see you at 10 a.m. So make sure you have the equipment and let's go. Good for y'all. All right. So That's the definition of the hustle, baby. It sure That's is. That's it. I, I'm, I'm an advocate of the hustle. So explain to us, you launched, uh, I guess over the past seven years, Crowns and Hops, and it's become one of the most successful and popular um, outlets for craft beers in the industry. But tell us, Teo, Benny, what the mission is of what you do at Crowns and Hops. Yeah, of course. So we're the first women-owned, black-owned, and veteran-owned craft beer uh, brand out of Inglewood, California. And we started the movement again in 2016 when we realized that we need to become the change we want to see in the industry. And there weren't enough people of color inside of the craft beer industry. So our mission is to preserve culture, build community, and expand palates and drive racial equity. And you also broke out at the Super Bowl and at Disney, right? Yeah. You know, it was one of the things that um, I think just being prepared. Um, you know, we've been doing it since 2016. So um, when the opportunity came for us to not only show up in our city um, at the Super Bowl for the the championship Rams, we were able to mm-hmm. do so with uh, many of our products to include BPLB, which is our beer uh, that's named after our movement. Black people and brown people love beer and Inglewood Juice, uh, which is a, a fun beer that we created for the city as well. So what is craft beer? Craft beer, I think, one is indicative of the quality that should be presented to the people. You know, I think you have mass marketed beers uh, in the world that uh, don't maybe take as much detail and much, much attention as it relates to the end product. And again, one of the things that Benny and I recognize is that these products weren't making it to our communities. So um, after we understood this disparity, uh, we realized that everybody was deserving of sub- something excellent. You know, you wouldn't see a king or a queen on a, cr- on a throne with a, with a 40 ounce. Uh, so our, our mission, again, is to expand people's palates, you know, with amazing craft beer and amazing concepts like two black uh, entrepreneurs owning a craft brewery in their community. Two black entrepreneurs who used to be together still running a successful yeah. business yeah. and friendship. That's amazing. It's I'm true. telling you, I don't know a lot about craft beers, but just hearing you describe it, hearing your passion for it, hearing some of about what you're doing inspires me to learn more. Because I got to tell you, Benny and Teo, I, I'm a foodie. You know what I mean? I match, like I'd match the beer with certain foods I'd want to eat. And I think that's part of it, isn't it? And, and look, Ryan, 100%. some people would are- some people would argue that craft beer is food. Uh, right. It comes from grain. Right. So, right. Uh, or heavy. So, 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 or, so intrinsically, you are a beery, too, apparently. <laughs> uh, apparently. Well, listen, I appreciate you guys coming on. You are our hometown houses. If you want to check them out, at Crowns and Hops on Instagram, crownsandhops.com. And are you opening up a store? What are you opening up? Yes, we're opening up a 14,000-square-foot restaurant and brew Great. pub right in the city of Inglewood right down the street um, from the SoFi Stadium. But, Ryan, before oh, we wow. go, we have someone in common. We, we have Wait. a friend in common. Hold on. Let me think on this. How do we know them? <laughs> 
We know them. So my father was the manager and founder of the Commodores, and Lionel is my godfather. <gasps> Shut it. Wow, that is so special. Lionel Richie is your godfather, Benny? Lionel Richie is my godfather, yes. Talk to him about Crowns and Hops. He's been he's been tracking with us for since the beginning. Yeah. I'm texting him right now. You know it. He's probably out walking around in his tree garden. <laughs> right, exactly, exactly. Um, well, Benny, I'm so happy to know you that way too. This yeah, is, he's you know I'm just like he's just a dear dear friend, and we love him. Well, Benny Taylor, thank you. Congratulations, and keep it up. We'll talk soon. Okay. Hey. And before Amazing. we get off, RIP to Vince Scully. Um, that was a, a literally a living legend in our community, and we'd be remiss by not acknowledging him and his contribution to our city. So, RIP, Vin. You're a good man. Absolutely. Thank you very much. I'll take care. Bye bye, guys. Bye. Thank you. Cheers. Kind of like Tao and I should hang out. I mean, they sound like a good time. Okay, that's her godfather. Um. That's who she's talking about. I feel like he's all of our godfathers. Right? I was going to say, <laughs> I feel like he's the same to me. I don't know if he knows. But. On air. On air with Ryan Seacrest. Billy Porter joining us now, 102.7 KISS FM. Billy, how are you? I am fantastic. How are you? I'm doing well. You know, buddy, I miss you. I think of you. I, I follow you because I'm talking to people you're working with all of the time with your various projects. Well, I miss you, too. And I saw that you had that country singer on um, co-hosting with you the other day. I'm still waiting for my telephone call. <laughs> <laughs> Luke Bryan. Luke Bryant, mm-hmm, that country singer. I couldn't remember that. <laughs> uh, hey, I'm hey, like, uh, oh, okay. So two boys can do it. So I literally. That's right, okay. Billy. So Billy, Billy, wait. Let me. Let's just get this on the record now. Do you? If you were invited to coast filling for Kelly, would you do it? Please, I've been begging. <laughs> okay. Um, is Gelman here? I have been begging. Let's patch in Gelman please, will- to this. But we're going to get Gelman in the, in, in the middle of this. We're going to get Gelman on. But let's get back to you. I just I know yeah, you hear it when people introduce you, but I want to say it because I have been a fan. I am a friend and I love what you do, what you represent, your passion. You actually inspire me. You know what I mean? Like sometimes when I get tired oh. and I think, oh, I'm I'm. I'm a little burnt out. Like I look at Billy Porter and your creativity <laughs> is it's contagious. The guy is an Emmy winner, a Grammy winner, a Tony winner. Um he does it all and you're actually doing something I'm sure that is incredibly special with your film directorial debut. Yes. Anything's possible. Yes. So t- just yes. like first day director film debut. What was that like for you, Billy? Well, it was a dream come true in that, you know, I spoke my desire out into the universe about 22 years ago. I was doing um, this book called Julia Cameron's The Artist's Way. And, it, you know, this book really, I recommend it to anybody. And it sort of excavates, you know, the real, true, creative artist inside of a person. And when you're already an artist, it actually makes you go deeper. And I was shocked that like what came out of me was, oh, I want to write. Oh, I want to direct. Oh, I want to direct film and television. Like I was nowhere near that, you know, but in that moment, 
it forced me to speak my, my life into myself. And so here I am, 22 years later, this dream is coming true. And not only is it coming true, but it's also aligned with my value system, with the fact that as a black queer man in this world, I decided to be authentic. I decided to choose myself and make sure that that was, that my queerness, that everybody told me would be my liability, would transition into my superpower someday. I knew that, you know, and this movie is, you know, Anything's Possible follows a black trans high school senior girl as she, you know, lives her life with joy. It's about celebration. It's about the normalizing of the othered. It's a coming-of-age romantic comedy that follows a black trans girl. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Come on! What a gift and a blessing to be able to be chosen to be at the helm of putting that kind of positive energy out into the world Mm -hmm. in this time where there's so much collective trauma going on. It's so true. And I, I mean, to be directed by you would be just such a, I would love to see you on set directly. Did you say the book is called Julia Cameron's The Artist's Way? Yes. Okay, because that, Tony, have you heard of that? Mm-mm, no, I haven't. Because I just in hearing how it impacted you, it's such an interesting thing to go look at and see what it would mean to different people, you know, looking to do different things in their lives. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, it's like a twelve-week workbook. It's been around since around nineteen ninety-one. Right like up a, your alley. I, I love, love a workbook. A workbook. Tanya love. here loves a workbook. Oh, Billy, I have Michael Gelman yeah. on the line here from Live with Kelly and Ryan, our executive <laughs> producer, Michael. Michael yes, Gelman. Hello there. Hey, Rye. How you doing? I, it's Billy Porter. <laughs> oh, Billy Porter. How are you? Good to talk to you. I'm good. It's so good Billy, to talk to you, too. I just, we were, go ahead. Go ahead. No, I want you to tell him what you said to me. Let's go. Let's hear it. I was like, I was watching the show the other day, and I saw that Luke Bryan was in replace of Kelly. And I was like, oh. So two boys can do it, too, at the same time. I'm still waiting for my call, Gelman. Uh-oh. No. I'm waiting for my call. <laughs> now, Billy, I, if, I correctly, if, if I remember correctly, we've offered you oh, the spot. Oh, but you're no, so busy no. working. But, yes, we love you with the boy, with the girl, you know. Well, we that's good up to know. Here. <laughs> well, that's we good to know. Wait. See what happens when you ask? That's right. Yeah, just Make things happen. You're, you're a favorite of ours for many years, uh, from from back in the day till now, and uh, we're so happy for all your crazy success. It's been great, and we'd love to have you sometime. Amazing! I'm gonna make that happen, and I'm gonna make my team make it happen. You know, <laughs> Can't wait. The team all right, so, Ryan, are you ready, well, Ryan? Uh, by the way, are you kidding? I would love to have Billy sitting there. Yeah, How much fun would that be? Is. Are you ready, Michael? That's and it's a live show, so Michael, you should just make sure you're ready for that day. I'll be, I'll be ready, and maybe Ryan, maybe you do a special <laughs> outfit that day, like you did. Uh, okay, let's not. So. Let's not brainstorm on the air. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, all right go back to your meeting. We're going to do a lot of Let's have Billy meeting. Porter style you. Oh, by the way, oh, Billy, oh, Billy, Billy, Billy. What if, yeah, what if you coasted and you did my outfit for the day? 
I would love that. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. We will Gelman, totally do that. Gelman, hang up. Okay. This is Billy's time. <laughs> Gelman, no Gelman. Sorry, Billy. Bye. I didn't mean to take your time. Bye, Rye. Have a good night. Bye, 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 bye. No bye. worries. All right, Billy Porter, watch Billy's new film, Anything's Possible, streaming on Prime Video. Buddy, we'll be in touch on that and so much more to do with yes, you. Let me, let, me, let, me, let me say one more thing about yeah. the film. Yeah. There's a soundtrack connected to it. Okay, yes. And me- I did the soundtrack, and I wrote five new songs for the soundtrack with Justin Tranter and his camp. Oh. And I also have new music coming out. So there's a, I went old school with the, I have my own personal music coming out in the fall. But this soundtrack is sort of teeing up to that. And you can't really watch the movie without loving the soundtrack, too. So I just wanted to throw that out. Yeah, the soundtrack makes makes the movie. Mm -hmm. It's really good. Absolutely. Absolutely. Okay, buddy. Big hugs to you. I'll see you soon. Thank you. I'll see y'all soon. Thank you. Bye. 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 Have you seen Pose? No, but I watched this movie. Oh, yeah. What did you think of the movie? I thought it was just, I'm like... Why has it taken so long to have a movie like this? It was it was instantly it makes you feel good, and the soundtrack is. It's funny. There's a song on there from uh, M. Byhold, and then mixed in with all of the music that he did as well. And so it's really really good. Not numb little bug. Not numb little bug. <laughs> a it's her. Song. It's the one. It's the number one. <laughs> it's the number where she's counting about. It's um when she has like uh, anxiety and panic attacks. Yes. It's called the rule of like where you count to four, you count backwards, or something oh, like, like that. Seven or something. Yeah. Seven things you can see. Six things you can um, hear. He's a workbook person, Tanya. Mm-hmm. I know. You're out at night. Let's say you're enjoying some wine and pasta, and you see two people get into a knife fight. A knife fight? Yeah. Are you a are you going to get involved or B, are you going to run the other way? Is this yeah. just like a hypothetical question you thought of last night or is there a reason? There's a reason for it. But I, but think about what you would do. Well, hold on. What would you do? I have been around when there have been bar fights, but not a knife fight. Well, think about it. I have. I have my answer. Yeah. Do you want it now or? Uh, let me just see what I can tell you. <laughs> yeah. Why not? <laughs> I Why would, not? I would run away. Michael would get involved. Okay. So you would leave Michael alone? I don't know, but there's been a situation once where there's these people arguing across the street. There may be no knives, but he ran across the street and tried to like break it up. And I'm like, what are you doing? I am like, run away. Don't get involved. We're not a part of this. Okay. Well, if you're Dev Patel, you also Dev get Patel? You also what get involved. Wow. Happened? So, you know how I always have told you guys my dream man is a mix of Dev Patel and Zachary Levi? It looks like your boyfriend. <laughs> I know. Dev Patel looks like Robbie. Really I know. Like Robbie. <laughs> but, uh, you are so on. I know. And honestly, if you put Zachary Levi next to Dev Patel, he kind of looks like a Yeah, mix. a little bit the eye shape. Yeah. Um, but I feel justified when I read this story because I feel like Dev Patel isn't just a hero on screen. He's a hero off screen as well. So it all went down in Australia. There was a man and a woman. They were fighting. First, they were fighting in the street. And then they moved to like a gas station convenience store, which is where the woman allegedly stabbed the man in his chest. Oh, entered, what? Enter Dev Patel. So Dev acted on his natural instinct um, to try and de-escalate the situation and break up the fight and then remained on site to ensure that the police um, and eventually the ambulance arrived. Okay. Did he get involved before the stab or after the stab? Oh, well, that's a. There wasn't. I didn't see like a play-by-play, but I think it was after the stab. Okay. And I think I think what he did was he went into like de-escalate. <sighs> he didn't like. They, I don't think they were like flying around and fighting. I think they were like arguing. He got into like 
says de-escalate the fight. I mean, I could see myself as a de-escalator. I mean, yeah, someone's cautiously, bleeding. Cautiously, cautiously. bleeding, you yeah. help. Yeah, I think if you see an injury and in blood, like your instinct is up. I only, the only instance I can compare to this is I jumped into a place I shouldn't have jumped into in an ocean when someone was drowning. To try at the to risk of being try to try and help at the risk of being sucked in, right? And oh it was my a gosh. it was a bad decision. I'm like it was I wasn't using. I guess the point is I wasn't using judgment. You're going off instinct, right? Right. Yeah. So you didn't and have a plan. So, like you didn't know how this was going to work to no, save them. I and I didn't think, oh, I could be sucked in as well. You just see something happen and you just like Dev did, I guess. But I think knives. I don't like. <laughs> no, I don't know scary. how I would react with knives. Now, what would your boyfriend do? I don't think your boyfriend. I think he's a lawyer. I think he'd be a little bit cautious about <laughs> all of this. Yeah, like I, I, yeah, I don't really know. I feel like his instinct would be to help, but I feel like he would help from afar and call nine one one and like get people there to like assess. I just don't want any of this to ever happen again, or <laughs> us be around, or anybody go through this. Right? I have a Dev Patel. I mean, what a man! What was it for you, Ryan? Was it a rip current? Yeah, what's it called? Yeah, I think that's what it is. Right? So Where it was a rip it's current. It's a whirlpool, and it. And the waves, something that can slam you down, you can't get back up. Oh my, so frightening! Scary. Yeah, it's very frightening. I mean, the ocean. I will tell you this: I love to be in the ocean. I can swim in the ocean, but the ocean is not. It's massive. It's like you well, don't. But it's know. not even that. It it, it gets angry, and there's yeah. nothing you can do. Yeah, like you have to be really aware when you are in the ocean, and it's angry. It mm. no matter how good you are at swimming. All right, listen. Well, I'm happy that you told us that. I'm happy that you've ended up with your Deb Patel <laughs> and you've given us the photo proof to yeah to verify but you're right. Yeah. Robbie kind of resembles Deb Patel. <laughs> At least you're and consistent. I'm here. <laughs> Tubbs What should we do? <laughs> Let's get breakfast. No, no, no. <laughs> Let's get breakfast. No, let's not get breakfast. What should we give away? Uh Dodger tickets. Nope. <laughs> K-Con. What? K-Con. Yes, K-Con tickets. On air. On air with Ryan Seacrest. So what is on your weekend watch list? It is kind of hard to keep up. Everybody says, oh my gosh, you got to watch this and you got to watch that. Sisney, what are you watching that you recommend us? So because I'm such a big fan of Stranger Things and it's now over for me, um, this is kind of Stranger Things adjacent. It's called Paper Girls on Amazon Prime. And it's set in the 80s, but also in present time because there's time travel involved. And so it's four paper mm. girls and they're on their delivery route. And it gets kind of like strange and weird and eerie within the first episode. All eight episodes are already out on Amazon Prime. And they're short, Ryan. Like There's like 25 minutes, 35 minutes. Well, wait, Ryan, I don't need to have a short Yes, episode. you do. Yes, you do. No, I don't. I just you need to be us. something that's up my alley. Yeah. I think you'd like this. Paper girls? Okay. I'll write it down. That's on Amazon Prime. Tanya, is there anything on your watch list? Okay, I'm obsessed with this show. It's called Baking Impossible. It's on Netflix. And what they do is they pair up like a baker and an engineer. And they have to make these like creations that are really lifelike. Like if they had to do like a drawbridge that opens and closes so that like a little boat can go under. But it's all made out of cake and like edible things you know like rice krispie treats and stuff like that it's such a good show all eight episodes are out on netflix i wanted to get home and like finish it it's all about teamwork <laughs> it's really emotional like i found myself crying at times because the, the team that won was talking about how they worked as a team really well and like there's a lot of life lessons in it so it's really good i would have failed 
as a TV executive. Why is that? Like someone comes in to pitch a whole show about building a cake, or someone comes in, they, how about this? They come in, they go, you know what we're going to do? We're going to do a singing competition where they come in dressed like cartoon characters oh, and, right. with a mask on, and you got to guess if it's a celebrity. How about that? Like, mm. Are you nuts? I know. It's called The Masked Singer. Very I know. successful. Yeah. But like even the Is It Cake show, the one where it's like, is it? Yeah, is right. It the- okay, here we go. Guys, got a great idea. <laughs> We're going to put two footballs down, and you got to tell, <laughs> which one? But, but just based, based on looking, which one is cake and which one's not cake. It's the best what do you show think? ever. Yeah, I let's still- go straight to series on that. Tanya, I mean, I do you watch fired. all these cake shows because you don't eat sweets? So... I don't know. Like there is you something there, fix? yeah. Where I watch them, and I'm like, oh, like that. <laughs> really? Is so- See, that would be torture. For it would me. be torture for me too. <laughs> like a matter of fact, Ruby, I think you're going to talk about a food show. This to me is something I would like, but it might be torture because I'm going to want it so badly, right? Oh yes, it's so good. Uh, street food on Netflix. The first episode of uh, season three, yeah, focuses on street food in LA. And one of the stories like highlights uh, Carnitas El Momo in Boyle Heights. And their story got me so emotional. It just gives you all the feels. It's like the background on the food, but also like the owners, right? Those making the street food. And it's just, it's so good. This is another one that she says season three. I'm like, wait, I missed two seasons of <laughs> no, this already? we've definitely watched seasons one and two, I think, of street food. I remember. Who's we? Yeah, who's yeah, we? us as a show collectively. <laughs> we have not sat down Didn't we have as a one show. Of the guys watched... from Street Food on as a guest. Are you thinking my... Tacos Chronicle? Taco Chronicles? Oh, I am thinking of Taco Chronicles. Yeah, Taco Chronicles, <laughs> different show, different show, which was amazing too. Yes, well, you know. Now, Ruby, is this the so Ruby's family makes hot sauce? Okay, Ruby works in the back room. One of our producers, her family makes hot sauce. It's called El Chalito. And you just sent me a whole bunch of them. Yes. Right? So, so good. It's a little so thick, kind of like Beyonce's song, but it's good. So you kind of have to shake it and like it has a thicker uh, texture. Yes. But it's good. It's, I put it on what everything. What do you like to so eat this spicy. with? Um, dumplings, surprisingly. Ooh. Really good. Uh, also tacos, of course. Birria. If you put it on your birria, it's so good. Eggs. Mm-hmm. On anything, really. Yeah. Dip your pinky in there. Taste it. <laughs> No, because I won't be able to talk. Right? Yeah, I have to, it is a I have to eat spicy, spicy food later. Oh, I was trying to sabotage. Wait, it's got a... Sesame that you might be Is it sesame? Sesame yes. oil. Sesame oil. Uh, is it sesame uh, no, oil? The seed. Sesame seed. Yeah. It's so yes, yummy. I smell sesame. We I was just... like, there's like an Asian fusion smell. Mm-hmm. I think that's why it goes well with like dumplings, which is weird, oh, that right? Makes sense. I got it. Like uh, Tanya, I got a show, right? <laughs> Come on. You're good at this. What if we just... Open containers oh. and have people sniff the ingredients. And, that's and they have really to whoever gets closest. Call, you know, call, is it blank? You yeah. know what I mean? <laughs> right? Is it this? I mean, is that's just called, is it cake? <laughs> you get is three it, choices. Is it sesame seed or not? Right, right, right. The sniff test, it'd be huge on Netflix. It, honestly, honestly, it would. <laughs> right, because you can imagine, imagine right now, we all smell this, okay? Then we'd Taste have a big debate. Your sniff. No, we'd have a big debate as to what's that ingredient? Do you smell it? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I smell it. So we'd have a huge debate, and then only one of us would be the winner if they guessed sesame seeds. Now, I wouldn't have won because I said oil, but you understand where I was going with that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What else I do you I think my smell? olfactory is pretty solid, Tubbs. <laughs> I got a pretty solid. Of, you what's still your, got it. <laughs> what's your greatest uh, trait? I think I have a good olfactory. Well, you should be very thankful for that because people have some long-term COVID and they still can't smell things. Okay, well, don't make me feel bad about it. I just was <laughs> I'm saying, saying like, you should be grateful I that mean, you have my your gosh, tuck my tail between my legs and take my hot sauce home. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yes. Jeez. Ugh. 
Where are we? All right, thanks, y'all. So Ruby, who works for us, her family makes this El Cholito family sauce, right? I mean, this is hot sauce mm -hmm. that is family-owned, and it says, Amor y sabor. Amor y sabor. Love and, and taste. Well, or flavor. My favorite, which is it? Love, taste, and flavor? It's my favorite things to do anyway. Sabor is flavor. So uh, where do you get this? Where do you, can you buy? It just says El Cholito hot sauce. Where can you buy? Let's support our team members' hot sauce brand. Where can you buy the hot sauce? Uh, so we're at a few different like local markets here in LA. You can obviously buy it online, elchilitohotsauce.com, but uh, Open Market carries it, Sip and Snack, Highland Park, uh, the York Stop also in Highland Park. Oh, we have um, them on. Yeah. Hey, Ruby, tell your dad that when I open up my olive oil kiosk, when I sell my oils, we can put some of this in there. Oh, my God. He would love that. I'm not doing peppers. That. I'm not doing peppers, just oils. He literally listens all the time. He's like, El Ryan Secrets. Like, that's how he says your That's right. <laughs> He's a fan. By the way, we're both in the condiment business. Mm. Wow. What, what's, what's your side hustle? Condiments, bro. <laughs> Get on board. You got a favorite condiment, EJ? Hot sauce. Red hot. Oof. Have you ever had Ruby's hot sauce? El Chilito? I, I have. It's a little spicy. Too for my, spicy for you? It's spicy, but it's good. Come on, EJ. <laughs> it's a little spicy for my gringo stomach, so. <laughs> uh, EJ, what is it like to work with Tanya? It's awesome. <laughs> what is it like? You, right? I mean, you I, tell me. How is well, it? Well, no, this is like Tanya Monday through Friday, but you get Tanya on a Saturday. Yeah. What's Tanya sure. rad like on a Saturday I feel night? Like, I feel like she's a little looser than she is Monday through Friday. Tanya is yeah. a little loose yeah. than Saturday. And do you think loose. the boyfriend has anything to do with it? No, nah, no. Nah. I think this was Tanya before Robbie. Yeah. Don't you think? Well, I've seen a lot of Tanyas. We've <laughs> seen all of them. What's your favorite Tanya? Oh wow! It depends on my own mood. Mm. All right, mm. like it depends what mood I'm in. But I would say my favorite, actually, Sissy, when you agree, like the most well-rounded, healthy, balanced Tanya is probably right now. I agree a thousand percent. Because there's no workshops, no workbooks. <laughs> yeah. yeah. There's, there's, no, there's like... no abstinences. Right. There's always like what something. Do do? Yeah. Does yeah. she, does she do? constantly trying to give you homework too, or is that just me? <laughs> no, that's all of us too. We just used to learn oh to ignore that. <laughs> yeah. no, you you no. nip that in the bud real quick. Has she tried to get you wear matching outfits to host the vibe yet? <laughs> not, wait, no. I did want a uh, modern woman uh, sweatshirt, so. That's fine, uh, but yeah, not yeah. like that's matching fine. pajamas. No, 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 not We get yet. that about once a quarter. Yeah. <laughs> Lately, it's been like every two weeks. <laughs> I thought that was just around Christmas time, though. Oh, no. Each fiscal quarter, she comes in yeah. with a, hey, guys, I have plaid onesies. Or some sort of like group new thing that we are going to have to do. You remember, was that the hug, the virtual hug you wanted to do? Or like, Oh, I'm going to bring that to EJ soon, oh, so don't, don't tell oh, me. Oh, brace yourself. <laughs> oh, the hug alarm. That's what it was. Oh, my God. Yeah, take that to the vibe. Have yeah, the hug yeah. alarm with EJ. EJ oh, like that. So, listen, guys, we're out of time, but uh, if you want to know what the vibe is like, it's basically this minus me and Sissy. All right, TJ and uh, Tanya and Minus Us. Tune in tomorrow night at 6. On air. On air with Ryan Seacrest. Thank you for listening. On Monday, we have a Ryan's Roses. Stand by for that. Until, have a great weekend. And Sisney's got you till 11. Thanks for listening to On Air with Ryan Seacrest. Make sure to subscribe, and we'll talk to you again Monday.